What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well, and thank you for taking some time out of your busy week to join us for a couple hours of hobby talk. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me, as always, my co-host, partner in crime, and friend, Ivan Lovegren. What's up, Ivan? Uh, I'm just glad to be back. I missed everybody. There was a lot of lo a lot of lose, a lot of news last week, a lot of news this week, and it worked out well though in that we have an incredible special guest on tonight's show that I know a lot of people have had questions for already over the last couple of weeks. So that's really exciting. Um, and with the NBA draft completed, I know that we've we're we're looking forward now. We're no longer speculating and guessing. We're just, well, we're speculating and guessing about different things. So, so fun <laughs> show for you tonight. Excited to be here and in the chat with all of you, wherever you are. Uh, what's the exact rundown of the show this evening, Rob? The exact rundown of the show this evening is we're going to tackle the GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll in just a second. We'll look at, or we'll bring in uh, the special guest, which you had mentioned, Jake Gustafson, Senior Director of Operations and Development for Seattle's Children's Hospital, to talk about the TOPS set that they collaborated on. Uh, we'll take a deep dive into hobby happenings. Lots going on. You guys are going to stay tuned to that because obviously we're mashing up two weeks of news. All of it's still relevant for you, though. Uh, we've got some great box breaks. We've got a video segment with DJ Steve uh, Aoki. Uh, we've got Hot in the Shop, handful of new releases next week, and we'll close things out with Off the Post. Marion Hosa gets the call to the NHL Hall of Fame. Along but, with a small reminder, we yes. got to make this show extra special, Rob. So viewers out there, engage in the chat because we're going to be off next Thursday, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's Thanksgiving. Please go spend time with your family. We'll be off on Thanksgiving. but yeah. uh, So tonight's going to be a great show. Absolutely. So the Goji Test Live Q of the Week poll, we wanted to do a little market research on you all, and we need some more of you guys to weigh in. Question this week, besides <laughs> the box breaks and giveaways, what's your favorite segment of Goji Test Live, the Hobbies Web Show? Four choices, as always. Hobby happenings, hot in the shop, the video segments, or other, please reply. 136 of you voting in. I'd like to see this over 200 by the end of the show. So weigh in if you haven't already. But 44.9% uh, of you guys love love me some hobby happenings. Yeah, it's. I think it's kind of my favorite part of the show as, as well, outside of the breaks. And you guys know why we couldn't put the brakes, you know, as a choice, because <laughs> I have a feeling that would win hands down, Ivan. Um, well, you know what? I don't know that it necessarily <laughs> would, um, mainly because there was one that was left off. So I'm in the 10 percent that voted other. Now, I may okay. be biased because I have a, a different perspective on what I do on the show. But my favorite thing is uh, and I know we strayed from it for a while just because we were working out some technical issues. But I just love the I love the interviews. That's my absolute favorite thing is when we get a guest on. Um, I, I've said this time and time again in my seven or eight years in hobby social media. The best part of the hobby is learning from other people. I'm glad you guys tune in to hear me and Rob talk. But when we have somebody that understands production, logistics, uh, an athlete, a shop owner, 
uh, it's so interesting to me. That's the part that I like the most. So, so that's just me. But I want to start going through your responses. I want to go through your comments and our various channels. But not all of you have voted. We're only at 148 votes right now. We've still got an hour left. We'll update this as we go. So make sure you go to twitter.com slash live. It's the pinned tweet. Go ahead and like it, retweet it, and vote and contribute a response either there or in the comments wherever you're watching um, so that we can see some some even better answers than what we like out of the show. Um, and let's see if we can't, can't get that to at least 200. We should be able to get to 250 because I know a lot of y'all are, I love you, but you're lazy. I'm you looking at some show. of the answers, Ivan. That's what's got me chuckling. All right. Hit me with them. Brody the Kid. My favorite is Happy Happenings, but close second is when Ivan tells a joke and Rob doesn't react. I get to laugh twice. Hey, but did you hear that part? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't, doesn't laugh once, <laughs>, laughs twice, which tells you the joke is funny. I like you, Brody. You get it. You got yeah, a good sense I know. Humor. I know. <laughs> so... Some other ones. Um, this one cracked me up, and it was the first one I saw this morning. Midwest Box Breaks. Can't get enough VOTC. He's the hobby's Peter Jennings. I've never, <laughs> never been compared to Peter Jennings before, so that, that gave me a chuckle. My grandmother loves him, too. <laughs> Ivan is pretty cool, too, although he, he called you Evan. So that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Autocorrect. Wait, I think... They're pretty far apart on the, <laughs> the keyboard. <laughs> no, autocorrect. Uh, autocorrect. What were a couple you liked? Um, well, Stevens Collectibles agreed with me for the first time in history. Interviews with people around the hobby. Uh, so I like that. Um, I, you know, I like the one that said uh, Ivan and Rob, or when Rob corrects Ivan. I think that's what it was. I'm scrolling through now to find it again. But I, yeah, when VOTC makes fun of Watch the Breaks was what Pabst Beer 8 said. Um, I, I enjoy that, too. Um, Forrest Barkley's got face. a man, man crush on you. Other nice. Ivan's gorgeous face. Let's just be careful. Forrest, keep watching us. Don't switch over to Pack Geek. <laughs> or Breaker Culture. They're the two men that are more handsome than me in the hobby. I'll be the first to admit Rob, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim, pl claim, claim this one on our show though. <laughs> Ripping Gypsy reminds me of what I have to pay for next week, <laughs> like having an assistant to help out. So she's probably yeah. referring to Hot in the Shop. Yeah. Well, and then Rubin, Rubin is racing. Uh, put it a different way: watching VOTC get impatient with Watch the Breaks. It's a show <laughs> within a show. Yeah, all of you guys love it when we have a little yeah. bit of angst with each other, but it's because we're like brothers. But I want to, I do, I, here's the thing. Um, so I've been on a few shows and I know a few like hobby experts say, well, that show, they just, they talk about, you know, product all the time and it's, you know, sell sheets. But I like that because I have learned so much. It is part of the purpose of the show. What Rip and Gypsy talked about is I didn't know about what Onyx was doing in the memorabilia space until we started doing this show and started talking about it. I didn't know all of Leaf's offerings until we started doing this. And in a hobby that's so saturated where, you know, Prism was available for a microsecond on Target today before it was sold out, knowing about things like Parkside Collectibles lacrosse cards, knowing about soccer products, like 
I think it actually is a pretty good resource if you're looking for things because you just can't find the, you know, the average stuff at your shop anymore. There is so much more in the hobby, and I love that I've learned about that from doing the show. So, Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I work in it, so I'm, I'm pretty plugged in. But I'll tell you, uh, there's a lot to pay attention to and always there's, something there's to a learn. There's bomb in our hobby happenings that I didn't see anywhere. I'll save it for yeah. hobby happenings, but I, I started doing research when I read it. When I read the notes today, How I about started that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's going to disappoint a few people that I'm not going to get chided <laughs> for that. It's your favorite part of the show. So Ivan on top of the poll, the just being a great opener and a great conversation and starting point, Ivan, explain why this is key. Well, again, I mentioned twitter.com slash go GTS live to vote in the poll. Uh, the reason is that you have to also be following us and engage on Twitter to win our giveaways that we're going to do tonight. So we're going to rip some product. We're going to do some giveaways. Small twist tonight, but I'm sure you'll all agree it's fine. Um, but you have to be following us on Twitter, and Twitter is where we engage. Because I see people on Periscope complaining about buffering. I see people on Facebook, uh, on YouTube. You know, like There's so many places you're watching. We need one source to draw winners from. So... You can watch us wherever you are. All right. We told you it would be quick. And uh, so we're going to bring on our guest in just a second here. Um, some of you might have uh, seen what is just a really cool collaboration between the Seattle Children's Hospital and Tops, uh, who produced a special trading card set with all proceeds going to benefit Seattle Children's Hospital. And it features a bunch of local Seattle sports heroes, some uh, musicians, and some very, very special personalities. We're going to talk to Jake Guftison here in a few minutes. Ivan, yeah, you not, got a not box only that. see there. Yeah, Jake made a point. We only, we only confirmed him on Monday, and he made a point of uh, sending super fast. Uh, full disclosure, he did send two sets. And he said, keep one for yourself. So I love you children. Um, I'm going to open one for myself. But also one that we will, we won't just give away the box. We are going to open it so we can look at the cards. But we will give away the full set and whatever the auto is in here uh, nice. live on the show. So, All right. So without further ado, we bring in Jake Gustafson, senior. Seattle Children's Hospital. Jake, welcome to Go GTS Live. How are you, sir? Good, doing great, Rob. Ivan, thanks for having me. Dude, thanks for reaching out. I mean, Ivan uh, pinged me and I said, yeah, make it happen. Uh, I didn't hear back from him. And so the <laughs> only reason that I knew you were coming on the show tonight is because our producer said, I'm going to be doing a test call with Jake uh, later, just so you know. And I'm like, who's Jake? And he's like, had to explain. I'm like, oh, okay. So all this is done. Okay, great. See, I don't have to worry about stuff. So uh, director of operations and development leads me to believe you might've had some small part in getting this to market. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So um, this has been probably the most uh, fun passion project I've ever had the opportunity uh, to be a part of, you know, and doing something good. Uh, so it started probably about 18 months ago. Uh, I came up with the idea. Um, I mean, I grew up probably like everybody collecting cards in the, you know, eighties and nineties and, um, just loving that. Um, and my best friend, uh, works at tops. Now we actually became friends looking at a Beckett 
uh, trading uh, <laughs> price price guide when we were in ninth grade. Um, you know, I was like, "What's that you're looking at?" And you we know, were both like, "Oh, we're both you know card nerds. This is awesome." So uh, we became best friends, and he he works at Tops, uh, and I came up with this idea, and I was like, um, well, "How cool would it be if we could put together um, Seattle Children's and probably most um, you know children's hospitals?" We have such a great community, um, philanthropic community, especially with our um, athletes and celebrities. Um, Seattle is, I think, pretty unique in that way. And um, they've done so much for us uh, throughout all the years. You can see on the back of the cards, we call out um, what they've done for the hospital. Um, and that, and so was, the idea was, could we honor some of these um, you know, guys and gals who have done so much for us? and uh, give something back to the community that would be fun and engaging from a fundraising standpoint, um, raise some money for the hospital and create something kind of totally unique and fun. And Top said, sounds like a really cool idea. Now we're happy to help you produce it. You just need to bring the talent on board and, uh, and, and do all of the uh, logistics and uh, legwork. And so that's what we did. I set out. <laughs> yeah, we'll do I like it. That, take yeah. care of yeah. all of it. But <laughs> yeah. So, well, so tell us a little bit about that because I know in some of our private conversations, and, and also, first off, thank you. It's so cool that you've been so open in promoting the set through your Twitter. Collectors with questions can reach out to you. Um, but, you know, I was a little surprised. Obviously, we see it, we see Tops, and we assume, like, oh, Tops is fully in it. But you were telling me about the logistics of it and where the money goes. And, and it's great of Tops that they loan their name and their designs. But tell me about all the players involved in getting something like this out there. Yeah. So um, everyone that's involved with it. So every, you know, every person you see on a card completely volunteered their image and their time to be in it. So 100% um, just, you know, giving of, uh, you know, their time and talent, you know, um, which is which was pretty awesome and so you know we essentially pitched them and and what i said to them was we'd like to create this um we think we can you know do well with it we think we can create a product and sell it and then um part of the unique thing of this we can get 100 percent of the proceeds to go back to the hospital and then um even more uniquely um we said you can designate a percentage of the uh the funds you know, wherever you want to within the hospital. So we have some folks that, so I'll use uh, Ken Griffey Jr. For example, he has an endowment for pediatric cancer research. And so cool. he's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm, a, I'm part of it. I'd like to designate, you know, uh, my percentage of the funds to go to that pediatric cancer re uh, research fund, you know, um, which is, which is really cool. You know, Jordan Morris, um, you know, for those soccer fans out there, um, he's a type one diabetic and he's done so much and supported, uh, the diabetes program at the hospital. Same sort of thing. I want my funding to go towards, uh, patient and family care for, uh, type one diabetes. Um, you know, or Odessa Brown children's clinic for some of these other folks like Lenny Wilkins or, uh, or Jamal. Um, and so it made it kind of extra special for them to go, uh, not only am I a part of something and I love Seattle Children's, but then the thing that means the most to me at Seattle Children's is receiving some funding as well, um, yeah. which, was, which was, I think, pr pretty unique. Uh, I'm cheating unique. a little bit because I'm – oh, sorry. I was just saying that I'm looking at the set. I did get another <coughs> set earlier I opened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it. the backs of the cards, it's so cool because it says Macklemore, uh, 
you know, brings awareness to the Odessa Brown Children's Clinic. Jordan Morris was diagnosed with type one diabetes at nine. Very, very cool. And, and, and now $25 a set. How do you have a number on how many sets are produced that you can share with us? You know, how, how they're selling, what, what, how much is being raised with this? Yeah. So, um, when we, when we set out from the get go, uh, and trying to do the math on it, um, so the way we got to the number of sets was the number of autos we were able to capture. And then it was autos that then went through, as you know, um, certification and some got tossed, you know, cause it wasn't a good auto or whatever, you know, so they have to go through, um, tops had to get them all uh, certified and looked at. And, um, so even if somebody signed, you know, 500 cards, maybe 490 of them were, were good enough to make it into the set. And so the other ones were, uh, got destroyed. And so when we got down um, to it, kind of all said and done, it's it was just shy of 11,000. Uh, um, so we held a few to give to the folks that are in it. So, right, every, you know, athlete and celebrity, you know, got to mail a pack to Caleb and McKenna and Olivia um, so they could, you know, experience it as well. And then, you know, to all the um, to all the athletes involved, we sent them to them and we said, you know, please open these up and share on your social so people can uh, see that you have them um, as well. And then Bartel, and we can talk about that great uh, partnership with Bartel Drugs, um, you know, a local um, uh, drugstore here. Uh, we initially said, OK, well, we'll give you 10,500 uh, units uh, to sell. Um, and then we're like, well, hold on to the others, maybe give them to patients, do that sort of um, stuff. Sure. Um and, uh, but as we recognize that, that selling, they've been in stores 10 days, they're 44% of the way sold through already. Um, so that's for awesome. anybody that's good at math, you can figure out what, whatever that number is. Um, and we're going to, um, and they're still being put out in stores uh, and we'll continue to, um, to do that. And I think we're going to uh, divert uh, probably another 300 of the sets that we were kind of just holding on to for who knows what, and we're going to give those to Bartel to put into the stores um, because of the the response. Really, we I really didn't know how well it was going to go. We were hoping that you know I, at the beginning I was fingers crossed we could sell these things by January um, when we started, and now it's I don't know if there'll be any around by December first. That's awesome. Actually, you gave me an opening regarding Bartel because, as I was going to say, the, the marketer and uh, you know the nerd who works for a distributor uh, is very curious. And maybe if I lived in Seattle, it would be plainly obvious. But how how did Bartel become the distribution point? How did you guys go? Oh, obviously, we they're they're the ones. Yeah, um, uh, well, a couple of couple of ways. Well, one, Bartel is a regional. Um, they've been around for 130 years, um, and they have been a philanthropic partner of uh, the hospital for uh, years and years. They've sold, um, you know, we'd have calendars, you know, for fundraisers. I don't know if the name JP Patches means anything to you. The old clown, you know, he was from Seattle, and so there'd be all sorts of JP Patches types type of memorabilia that they would sell. Um, for folks who like uh, clown memorabilia, um, and you know that money would come to the hospital. And so Ivan, just is knew- that like is that like Seattle's bozo? I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm in right. LA. What do you? <laughs> well, no, I thought. I mean, yeah, I I kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's. I mean, yeah. He's a he's a well known local. Um, gotcha. You know, uh, entertainer. So, mm-hmm. um, and the. Um, 
He's like yeah. Seattle's Clipper Larry. That's what I could say. <laughs> and so um, it just it kind of made sense. We approached uh, we approached them because we didn't really have a retail avenue to sell them, right? We're a children's sure. hospital. Um, I guess you could sell them in the in the gift shop, but you know, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of traffic there um so we reached out to i reached out to bartell and part of the uh, the pitch to them was um we would love you know to have you be you know, if you will be exclusive in this um you know we would love to do that because they do a lot of different charity uh things um if you just can you just give us the shelf space so they're they're taking zero percent of oh, a cut wow. in all of this so that 25 dollars that you pay to get this guy right here all 100% of that is going to come back to the hospital. Tops um, paid for the the printing? No, no, Tops didn't pay for the printing. So okay. our friends, the um, so uh, the John L. Scott Foundation, which you which is in there as well. Um, so they're on the back of the, the one of the insert uh, cards. Um, they uh, helped support underwrite the um, oh, that's, the, the that's creation awesome. of and printing of the cards. And then Bartel is. Um, great retail partner they said we'll sell them for you um charge you nothing to do it we'll give you the space um and then we'll you know uh, once they're they're sold then you know write us a check um that's awesome so know that every when you go buy one of these all of your money that you're spending at bartell on that set is coming back to seattle children so or if you're and buying while you're at you know, bartell pick something else up since you're oh, there anyway you need 100 percent. that's right that's the <laughs> That's a place to go. They got everything that you need. So I would say, you know, go in there, pick something else up. And these are great uh, stocking stuffers. Um, and then, so, yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on a point then that it's already come up in the chat. It comes up every time we post about it. We know that this hobby is driven in a lot of ways by the secondary market. And we know that. So again, my, my hits here, um, I've got a, the Stephen Frey auto. We know that yeah. the Macklemore auto, the Russell Wilson auto, is worth more than the Stephen Frey auto. We just know that. Yeah. But I see a bunch of people in chat with conflicted feelings about charity sets going on eBay, you know, people profiting off of this. And, you know, we've talked a little bit, and, you know, sort of my opinion on that is that I actually yeah. think it's good because one, that tells tops, yeah, we can do this for more hospitals. There's demand, it creates Absolutely. demand. But can you, you know, you're the one at Seattle Children's how do you feel about people taking a set that's $25 for children and selling it for 50 online or selling the hits from it? You know, what's your perspective as the person where I guess it sort of matters? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a great question. Um, and so when we were thinking about uh, price point, um, that came, that was uh, part of the decision, to be honest with you, where could this live on the secondary market? Um in a way that would make sense. So Seattle Children's, you're not taking anything from Seattle Children's. We're getting the $25 per box. So whoever is buying it and then, you know, opening it and lucky enough to have a, a Griffey or wants to resell a sealed box on eBay, good for you. I think that that's, um, what that's doing is it's, you know, driving, um, striving demand for the set. If that wasn't the case, I don't know if we would be, you know, 44% of the way um, sold through this. Well, it's uh, pushing awareness out of your own regional market to across yeah. the country. I mean, that benefit alone from a marketing standpoint is just has tremendous value. You can't even put a price tag on. 
Agreed. And then, uh, and if you just talk about the folks that uh, collect in the hobby, um, who are, um, you know, asking, hey, how can I give to the hospital? Can I do something? Can I post a link? Uh, so folks know to go and donate. Um, yeah, and we're, we're able to share the message of what Seattle Children's Hospital does, uh, which has been uh, pretty fantastic. So I think it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I think it uh, allows the, the hobby to continue and I think it's fun. It's been fun watching people, you know, chase these chase these different autos and um, and bring this thing to life. Very cool. Excellent, um, Rob. I'm going to go ahead and get this open just so that we can start showing the individual cards and see what auto we're going to give away. Okay, no do it. Um, so I'm going to just start doing that, but I'll just do that in the background. You guys can see in my video feed what they look like while the conversation continues. Yeah, I, I mean, and I also, I guess I would say I saw on some of the, um, guess some of your Twitter feed, um, Ivan, you know, folks were maybe upset about the fact that uh, people were profiting off this. I would say that the hospital we're receiving, ultimately we're going to make over a quarter of a million dollars uh, through the through the sale of these uh, cards um, through Bar through Bartel. So, you know. Yeah, it is it, it is what it is at this standpoint in the marketplace. I mean, you put anything in a box and call it sports card and it's going to sell and it's going to have demand on the secondary market. And the fact that you have some really great autograph signers in there um, simply helps the matter. Now, like any product, I imagine the big signers all they all signed various amounts yeah. Or did everybody sign the same? No, it's uh, it varies. Um, the low end was a uh, hundred, okay. um, and then and then on the high end up to a thousand. Okay, great. Um, this is so. the old uh, eighty three design. No, eighty four. Yeah, eighty four yeah. design. And, and so I chose that. Yeah, because I oh, like nice. how you can put the logo. Um, I always thought that that was a you know a clean design, um, and then you could put the logo in the bottom corner, and you know really pop Seattle Children's, and then you know and the you know you had the team name going down the side, so why not you know put the city down, down the side of it? So it just it uh, really worked well. So I have I have so many questions, and I know that we we only have limited time. Um, the two part question, so you can just answer it both while I keep showing cards. First off, this card right here, we talked about Caleb a little bit ago. This card, Olivia Vitello. Tell us about the the children in the set, and then also you mentioned the city. Uh, are you are you now expanding this to multiple cities since you understand the logistics and, and how is how is the expansion you know potential looking? Yeah, so yeah, I'll start with the start with the kids. So um, Olivia, and you can um, kind of see yeah each of these very special kids and you know what their um, either. Um, diseases or, or conditions are on the back of the cards. But these kids, they're our patient ambassadors. So um, these are the kids and families that have said, you know, Seattle Children's, you know, we love you. Thank you. We want to give back. We want to be um, out there. We want to be uh, spokesmodels, spokespeople for for the hospital um, and, you know, and giving back and doing that. Olivia, for example, her family, they do a fundraising run every year. This year it was virtual. I did it myself. I went out and did my you know, 5K around my neighborhood. Um, McKenna Schwab, if you look on her card, she's raised over a million dollars for the hospital. Um, 
she did that. She used her Make-A-Wish to have Chris Pratt help her raise money for Seattle Children's. Um, and they did that uh, a number of years ago. And you got um, a kid like Caleb who, you know, just great energy, um, you know, just yeah, it's it's so cool to see these kids and know that um, Seattle Children's is providing the kind of hope, care, and cure. So uh, it's it's awesome. It's- I was wondering if we'd see some supersonics in there. Detlef Shrimp is Sean Kemp in the set. He is. He is not. I mean, he's done stuff for the hospital. Some, you know, um, it, it's you know, not everybody that you want is able to or available. You know, for yeah, various I, reasons. So I get that. I the, the reason I mention it is he was um, a a guest for Panini at one of their VIP parties at the national sports collectors convention. And I had uh, a really nice conversation with him and explain, we talked about the series with the bulls back in the day. And I said, man, yours of the six, I said, yours is the only team that scared me. And uh, he (laughs) chuckled and laughed and yeah, it was really fun. Really fun. This is really cool. So very well done. uh, so the the last question in there is, you know, people keep saying part two. Oh, here's here's our auto. Oh, there we go, Spencer Hawes. Um, nice. Are you going to do the same design with different cities? And you know, what could your role be in if people have a city? You know, should they talk to you? Should they talk to Tops? What does that look like? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so a few folks have you know reached out um, through Twitter. I would say probably best way reach out to me because what I've told people is it's not a Tops generated. Uh, project. It needs to come from the nonprofit side of it and really uh, the relationships or the network to uh, connect with the athletes um, and to put together the the pitch. You have to have a compelling pitch. It's got to be quick. You know, you're not going to get a lot of time with these uh, individuals to, to, to pitch them on what it is you want to do. Um, and so uh, I would love to see this in every children's hospital, you know, across the country. You know, there's you know, less than a hundred children's hospitals. Yeah. So, um, in the country, which is kind of crazy, but yeah, uh, I, I live near a big one, Akron's, uh, Akron children's hospital, which a lot of people around the country know. And then I'm from Chicago. So you have, you know, obviously your Ronald McDonald house down downtown and whatnot. Uh, it's a great idea. I absolutely, absolutely love it. How long have you been in your role as the senior director there? Um, I've been at Seattle Children's for uh, just over three years um, uh, in this role. And uh, prior to this, I was doing something similar in, in adult health care. So I'm um, doing you know, community sports philanthropy work. Um, and just I recognize that there's there's a, a niche and a need to connect. You know, how do you do good through sport? Use that platform um, and have been able to do yeah, things like this. And so this has been, like I said, the most fun and one that's probably taken off uh, the biggest. And I would uh, love to help others do it. Yeah. You opened the whole interview, uh, terming it as a passion project. And that came through absolutely loud and clear. Well, Jake, I really appreciate you taking some time to come on. Ivan, thanks for hooking this up and thanks for hooking up our audience with the opportunity to get these cards in their hand. Uh, This will be on our giveaway list tonight. So Jake, best of luck. I'm sure this will sell through. Uh, Have a very happy Thanksgiving and best of luck in your continued support. Guys, check out Seattle Children's Hospital. And what's G- what's your uh, Twitter handle? 
Jake Gustafson eight. There you go. Give him a follow on Twitter. All right, Jake. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. And Rob, I'll get one of these in the, you know, uh, get one of these in the mail for you. I know we got one for Ivan there too. It doesn't feel right that you don't have one. So, well, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Very kind of you. All right. Let us know if we can ever help with anything. This was sweet. I most certainly will. All right. Well, thanks guys. Take care. Have a good Thank night. you, Jake. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, really cool, you know, to be, a quick pitch that is so important when you're talking at this level of putting a project together and uh, obviously he's savvy enough to do it and is going to be able to help other uh, people interested in, in pursuing something like this as well so thanks for hooking this up ivan that was great yeah no i'm glad to have him on um and again you know throwing just a bit of my personal philosophy in there while we do the transition um i love that that he says also look, we're raising over a quarter of a million dollars. I want there to be demand on the secondary market. Yep. And if you think about it, I know, I know, again, our feelings with charity get conflicted between our guilt and our, our desires. And it, we want it to be the best. You know, we want everybody that resells to donate it to charity too. But just think about it. If this set shows so much success, if they did an LA Children's Hospital one, could it sell for $50 in the stores? now that they've proven the concept. And if yep. they did that for $50, that's $500,000 raised for another children's hospital. If they do that for 12 children's hospitals now, because it's successful, it went from 250,000 and, oh, I hope they don't resell to literally five or $6 million. Like this, this project <laughs> could just skyrocket the amount of change that happens. And part of that is because there's some secondary market demand. So. You know, very cool of the athletes. Where else are you going to get a Macklemore autograph on card? Where else are you going to get a Sierra autograph on card? Um, yeah, I really cool. hope that we see this continue to grow. So Jake Gust Gustafson8 on Twitter. Reach out to him. Plug in with him and uh, check it out. And also, don't forget, if you've gone to a Bartles and they've been sold out, he mentioned that there's they're in the warehouse. Like, yeah, yeah, they're restocking. So don't give up. Don't don't stop, yeah, and don't try to get them online at the Bartels website. I tried that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that doesn't so. work. Um, all right. So as we mentioned at the top of the program, uh, a lot going on in the hobby with two weeks worth of news, notes, and nuggets in a segment we like to call hobby happenings. So let's dive right into it. Well, this is interesting because uh, to kick things off, this product hasn't even been solicited yet but thanks to this linkedin post by fifa's branded licensing manager alejandro v alessandro villa excuse me we already have an early tease on what panini's fifa 360 sticker collection is going to look like for 2021 and from what i can see in that picture it looks absolutely awesome very cool MLB has gone global with their first ever UK edition hobby box from Tops. How cool is that? The Tops UK hobby boxes combine top cards from series one and two with some unique designs and some exclusive cards. Additionally, collectors can look for all new cards from the inaugural London series. 
plus veterans, future stars, and rookies. The inserts feature a mix of iconic UK landmarks, as well as members of the royal family and notable figures, along with 100 randomly inserted autographs of top players like Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, Cody Bellinger, Jacob deGrom, Juan Soto, Chris Bryant, Mike Trout, Ronald Acuna Jr., Yadier Molina, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., just to name a few. So, your rainbow just expanded. Get out there, collectors. Each box includes 24 packs of 10 cards and is only available at uk.tops.com. They nailed the autograph checklist. Um, Sports Collectors Daily spoke with Cardboard Gold's president, who provided an update on card saver supply and demand, saying that he didn't fully anticipate the sudden increase in demand, but he's adapted quickly. Cardboard Gold receives shipments from a factory in China where the card savers are manufactured. Mr. Mays said, when China went into lockdown in February, our factory and all others obviously had to close. I had no idea how long our supply would be disrupted. He went on to say then, in March, the U.S. started the stay-at-home orders and the economy tanked. It seemed reasonable at the time to predict that demand for our product would also decrease. (laughs) Oops. Now we know that the exact opposite occurred, and I moved as fast as possible to put orders in at our factories. So the question is, when will things normalize? Well, it's an answer most card collectors would like an answer to. But Mr. Mays is in the same boat of uncertainty, saying, everyone asks me that question. I don't have a clue. I'm not sure if we are at the beginning, middle, or end of this extreme demand, but we do have plenty on order. It will just take some time to catch up. Right now, this is a demand issue, not supply. Demand is just overwhelming. Last week, uh, current members of the 582 Montgomery Club from Tops were shut out from the renewal process, uh, in many cases due to a glitch in system software. Tops issued a statement on Twitter saying that they were aware of the situation with members not being able to renew their 582 Montgomery memberships before new memberships were sold. Tops did go back and rectify that issue, allowing new members the chance to renew and then selling out of new memberships as well later on that week. Way to go, Tops, fixing the issue. Yep. Well, what do, you, what do in-person Panini marketing activations look like at, the NFL, at an NFL game in the era of COVID? Well, see for yourself in this video. Hello. Here you go. Hand sanitizer. Oh, thank you. Just hold on one second, please. Okay. Oh, they're ready for you. Have fun. All right. Hello. Okay, just going to run over. We'll be ready for you in a second. All right. All right. Which team would you like? Cowboys. 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 All right. Stand on the X for me, please. And look right here. Three, two, one. Amazing. Okay, Melly can send you it to you. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Hello. I just need your email. Okay, thank you. Uh, here's some cards. All right, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. A few weeks back, we reported on TMZ 
covering a baseball card poll, well, a football card poll uh, from Rob Kardashian. Well, there's another sports card story that caught the attention of TMZ this past week. Apparently, a Holy Grail-type collection of Patrick Mahomes cards is up for sale with an asking price of a cool $7.5 million. According to TMZ, the owners of the cards, 29-year-old Robert DeArmit Jr. and his wife Heidi, said the collection took them about three years to amass, and it all started as an investment project for the couple back in 2017. According to Robert, he and Heidi saw Mahomes play often as Texas Tech fans, and they just had a feeling the quarterback was going to be a beast after being drafted by the Chiefs, so they started acquiring pieces. The collection consists of 32 cards, almost all of which are one-of-ones. There <laughs> is a best offer option, so it will be very interesting to watch to see if this sells and for how much. That's some... Good forethought. Well, it looks like AEW All Elite Wrestling will be getting trading cards. Multiple Facebook and Twitter posts, along with a YouTube video from Professional Wrestling Unlimited, actually showed images of some notable roster talent with a sheet of signed stickers. So we're going to let you speculate which manufacturer has secured the license based on the sticker images themselves until an official announcement is made. Last week, officials at Panini America made another very important announcement in this crazy year of 2020. They finally shared the strategy of how and when they will begin fulfilling outstanding redemptions for Kobe Bryant autographs. As this is a subject important to a ton of collectors and fans, we'll present it directly as posted on Panini's blog, The Knight's Lance. Quote, Panini America's internal process of developing a detailed plan for addressing those fans and collectors with outstanding Bryant autograph redemptions has been completed. It's been a difficult and somewhat unprecedented situation in the hobby because for many of those outstanding redemptions, they will unfortunately never be signed. For those situations where live Bryant autographs are available and beginning this week, Panini America will send Bryant autographs to collectors, sorry, to waiting collectors with existing and active redemption cards in the system. Best efforts will be made to honor the exact redemption but unfortunately, there will be instances in which comparable Bryant autographs will be sent instead. In view of those circumstances, expired redemptions are not subject to redemption. For those collectors who entered expired Bryant redemption cards after the expiration date, they will be given 50% of current Beckett value in Panini Rewards points. To address customers who have Bryant autograph redemptions in the system, but will not be receiving them because there are none remaining, Panini America has created special six-card Kobe Bryant redemption packs, incorporating five exclusive parallels from the 2019-20 Mosaic Basketball set, featuring current NBA stars and rookies such as Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, Steph Curry, John Morant, Tyler Hero, and more. The sixth card in these packs will be from a new commemorative 48-card Kobe Career Highlights subset printed on Optichrome, honoring the top moments from his career. 
The Kobe Career Highlights set will feature a purple base level numbered to 24, a purple and gold parallel numbered to 20, a gold parallel numbered to 8, a black one-of-one one parallel, and a special snakeskin gold version numbered to 10. Kobe Bryant Redemption Packs likely will begin shipping in early December. End quote. So thank you for that long explanation, thorough process. It cannot have been easy, and it is probably impossible to please everyone. However, transparency matters, and that sounds like a pretty awesome solution to a very difficult situation. Thank you, Panini. A quick caveat to that, during the distributor meeting that was held virtually, uh, Panini told uh, distributors that uh, they will see no Kobe Bryant autographs in any upcoming products. So one of the things that has frustrated collectors in the past is when they're waiting on a redemption and yet they see a, an auto pulled from a pack of the same player. Yeah, that's not going to happen in this case. So uh, no worries there. Um, all right, back to the matter at hand. There was an interesting article on Sportico last week that was clearly focused at the new money participants entering the market and how taxes are handled when it comes to flipping high-end cards en masse. The tax treatment of baseball cards, like the tax treatment of many items, can be complex. But in a nutshell, when a card is bought and sold for profit within the same year, the profit is treated as ordinary income that simply augments the collector's other sources of income, including wages. The total amount is then taxed at that applicable income tax rate. Income tax brackets currently range from 10 to 37%. However, holding on to that same card for more than a year brings a different tax treatment when the card is eventually sold. The card is then considered a long-term capital asset and is taxed at a maximum rate currently of 28%. Such a rate is higher than most types of capital gains, which are usually taxed at no higher than 15% currently. Obviously, and very loudly, we aren't accountants. So if you have specific questions about tax implications based on some of your buying and selling and trading and speculating during the pandemic, uh, please talk to a licensed financial professional. Yes. Uh, and even if one of us is, talk to your licensed tax professional. <laughs> uh, great news for hockey collectors, and I have been so freaking excited about this. The NHL's number one overall draft pick, Alexis Lafreniere, does indeed have a Young Guns rookie card in Upper Deck 2020-2021 Series 1 hockey, which just released this week. There had been some trepidation on the part of anxious collectors as the NHL has strict rules about rookie card status. It's the gold standard for so many collectors. However, given the current situation with COVID-19 this past year, the league granted Upper Deck an exemption, allowing the widely hyped prospect to be featured as a young gun prior to playing in his first NHL game. Early sales of some of those base young guns have been over $300. So if you're into hockey... It's a fun year. You've got a uh, top prospect in the product this year. Yeah, one store up in uh, Canada posted a bounty for one of the uh, exclusives numbered to 10. If you pull that in store, they're going to pay you $10,000. I'll find out the name of that store for you. Um, one of these things pictured here is not like the other one. 
yep, one of them appears to be a bit of a fake. So what gives? Well, let's take a closer look. Thanks to Panda Cards on Twitter and some other card sleuths on the blowout forums. As you can see, each of these cards has the identical serial number from Beckett. The problem is that one of the slabs and labels mm, doesn't look quite right. So how can you tell the difference exactly? And will a long-term solution be instituted by Beckett? Well, if this is in fact bogus and not just a double printing of the label and a manufacturing mistake of the slab, like some people claim, the counterfeiter is definitely screwed up, thankfully. The one slab on the left is missing a period between the letter T and the number six. While we await a more detailed response from Beckett, here's hoping that they take the opportunity to add an additional layer of security before the alleged counterfeiters figure out their mistake. Collectible app continues its explosive growth in the fractional share market and has recently announced a partnership with Sports Immortals to bring collectors ownership stakes in some of the most highly sought after sports memorabilia on the planet. Watch this video. We were first introduced to the fractionalization platform about two years ago. And over the last probably 18 months, we had three different companies vying to be partners with us. I happened to come across the Collectible website. And what Collectible does differently than the other platforms is they really focus on the storytelling. And for us, that's so paramount, is telling the stories, sharing the stories, and telling the public what made these people special so that we can make their memories and their achievements as relevant today as they were back in the time period that they competed in. My family truly felt that the time was now to kind of open the collection to the public, to tell how special a human being my father is, what makes him unique, and how inspirational his story is, and how it dovetails with the inspirational stories of athletes who have overcome obstacles. And the fractionalization platform allows us to do that, but more importantly, allows us to share his life's work with the public so they can be part of sports history. Well, I think it's kind of a dream come true because, you know, as I traveled my million mile journey, I promised the families that this would be my goal to create these types of attractions where the public could perpetuate the memories and the achievements of their loved ones. And uh, I think this is a great opportunity through Collectible where people can not only invest and find their investment enjoyable, but it's a collectible and they're enjoying being part of sports history, being part of owning something of such great significance.
Very cool. Congrats, collectible app. Well, as we discussed earlier, and just to reiterate, Tops and Seattle Children's Hospital have teamed up for a good cause with a specially produced 25-card box set. Set features a variety of athletes and entertainers who have roots in Seattle. It features several local sports heroes like Ken Griffey Jr., Russell Wilson, Gary Payton, Lenny Wilkins, and Jewel Lloyd. Other local celebrities included in the set are singers like Sierra and Macklemore, like we talked about, as well as actor Joel McHale and even Sir Mix-a-Lot. Again, all proceeds go to the Seattle Children's Hospital. Each pack comes with one autograph, and every person on the checklist has signatures, all of which are signed on card, if we didn't make that clearly evident, including Griffey and Wilson, which is really cool. And additionally, for some of the entertainers like Sierra and Joel McHale, this is their first certified autograph card. So that's even more cool. As we talked about, sets cost $25 and for now are only available at Bartell Drugs locations in Washington State. Why do we have videos in the middle of hobby happenings? It's so we can do a little fact checking if we need to. Thank you, everyone here, for letting us know uh, in our conversation, we actually mixed up a few words. So just a quick note, when we were talking about the Alexis Lafreniere, the bounty that is out is not for the exclusive, which apparently is a parallel number to 100. Exclusive Young Oh, guns. is it for the high gloss number to 10? No, <laughs> it's for the, the high gloss, but there are, but both of those are hobby exclusives, yeah, I believe, bad, which is where bad, the conversation came up. But yeah, just, just to clarify, in case you're watching this, uh, don't want to get your hopes too crazy high. Sorry. You did say it was the out of 10. Sorry. So, yeah, but the word exclusive is used in a funny context in that particular set. Um, we also have a quick note from Leaf Trading Cards. They announced that redemptions for C.D. Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys Metal Rookie and Trinity cards are now shipping. Also, if you live in the Ferndale area in Washington State or surrounding communities, please be on the lookout for anyone trying to sell sealed boxes of 2019 and 2020 sports cards that may be suspect. Joe's sports cards in the Ferndale area was broken into last Thursday and robbed of thousands of dollars in sealed product. Oh, what are some clues that it might be a suspect sale? Uh, somebody trying to rush for just cash, offering pennies on the dollar. You know, just keep an eye out for those types of things if somebody tries to sell those on the Internet or in person at a store that you're at. Well, as many of you are aware, GoGTS Live has been a longtime supporter of Signatures for Soldiers, one of the primary fundraising organizations for military missions in action, an organization whose programs work at providing support to veterans who need construction project assistance due to disabilities or living in substandard living conditions or are homeless. As a result of flooding caused by recent tropical storm Etta, Signatures for Soldiers' Tim Virgilio is having to take time away from fundraising to do some really extensive demo work and renovating of his home. So it's time for the hobby community to come together and help Tim, whose selfless efforts have helped so many people. I mean, year to date, almost a, our 
since the organization's been founded, almost $100,000 he's raised. Well, Top Shelf Breaks has put together a special landing page where you can donate money right now. Just go to www.topshelfbreaks.com and click on the flood relief graphic. In addition, Top Shelf Breaks will be hosting a special break next Saturday night. That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving with all proceeds going to signatures for soldiers. But this isn't going to be just any break. A lot of awesome items. In fact, if you'd like to donate items to be included in the break, Chris Keller at Top Shelf said, please act now. Send them via priority mail to Top Shelf Sports Cards, 2090 Larkin Avenue, Suite Number 5, Elgin, Illinois, 60123. Ivan, if you could throw that uh, mailing address when you have a second into the chat room, that would be great. Uh, please follow uh, Top Shelf Breaks on Twitter at Top Shelf Breaks for more details. And uh, please donate. Also, helping to kick off those fundraising efforts for Signatures for Soldiers, our friend who thinks I'm funny, Brody the Kid, will be <laughs> hosting some breaks and giveaways with Chris at Top Shelf Breaks this Saturday. So be sure to follow Brody on Twitter at BrodyTK for more details. You see why at the top of the program we say, get on Twitter. It's a great place for the cardboard community to come together. Uh, on another note, Rob, this is pretty cool too. How awesome is it that Hall of Famer and arguable greatest receiver of all time, the Guat, Jerry Rice, returns through the mail autograph requests? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have expected that. And recently revealed on a very popular through the mail message board was that instead of signing and returning the item sent, Rice has been sending out personal editions of some of his Panini football cards. Wow, so that's kind of like an exclusive. Yeah, it really is. I don't know if it, it comes through totally, but that picture behind his signature is embossed with personal edition. It's pretty cool. And our final news story tonight is a bit of a bomb. So pay attention. The good news is the company is already setting out to fix it. But this week, president of Rittenhouse Archives, Steve Cherendoff, sent out an email saying, it's come to my attention that the Orville Archives autograph card edition from the television show The Orville, starring popular Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, includes cards signed by Seth MacFarlane with an auto pen. Let that bomb sink in for a minute. However, Cherendoff goes on to say, we regret not catching this before the packs were shipped out, and we completely understand the concerns that customers have with cards signed in this way. We are working on a solution to the situation and expect to have more guidance and direction for you shortly. We appreciate your understanding and patience. So we will keep you posted on this developing story, and it's good to know that Rittenhouse is aware of it, acknowledging it, and working on the solution as we speak. Thank you, Steve Cherendoff. And that's a look at a ton of hobby happenings. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything you want to unpack in a little bit more detail before we dive into our box break segment tonight? 
Well, so I mentioned there was a bomb, and then I shared the bomb. I was shocked by that when I read the notes today, because I had not seen a peep about that on social media. Now, you know, Rittenhouse doesn't do a whole lot of social media, but again, an email from Steve to most Rittenhouse customers are on the email list because they buy a lot of stuff that comes direct um, from them. So very interesting to see that. When I did see that, I started doing research and I saw someone had posted a Family Guy autograph asking if it was real or auto pin in a group from years ago. It looked like it was an 8x10, not, not a card. But... Um, yeah, so just kind of crazy. So if you're a Seth MacFarlane collector, you know, go dig dig deeper and see if that's a recurring thing. Might have an impact on the cost of his non-auto-pinned autographs because his autographs are already expensive. Yep, absolutely. So, so let's see what happens. All right, let's dive into our box break segment tonight. We've got we're getting close to the finish line. All right, that's let's it. update the poll question. We have not hit that 200 threshold surprised about that 185 votes 18 minutes left if you haven't voted please weigh in on this week's poll question besides the box breaks giveaways what's your favorite segment of go gts live the hobby's web show still in first place although it's close hobby happenings 44.3 to 41.1 other has jumped over 10 percent though all right so uh, week before last, we told you about DJ Steve Aoki and his project with Tops. Uh, this week, Tops released a video of him talking about the collaboration. Check out this short video, and then we will be back to detail Hot in the Shop, a look at next week's new releases. Partner up with Tops is, is a dream come true. It's it's like uh, when I first got into the hobby, those are the cards I was buying. The most iconic card for me is the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle. So um, here I am, decades later, not only be a creator in the space, which is what I love to do. I'm, I mean, whenever I get involved in a passion of mine, I like to be a part of the creation um, and spread the joy that way. That's what I do with music. That's what I do with art. That's what I do with, with fashion design. Uh, to be able to create a set with the iconic tops, do something unique and something new in the hobby is so exciting. And I just cannot wait to see my cards, be able to hold my cards, know that other kids and other people out there are gonna be able to buy a Steve Aoki tops pack and open it with the same joy that I have is just absolutely such an extraordinary feeling. James, our producer, was just telling a pretty cool story while you guys were watching Steve Aoki. Hey, James, come back on the mic and, and, and tell them. That's pretty cool. So uh, uh, I, my friend, he had a... Um, he works for Two Bros Sports Cards. If any of you guys break with Two Bros, he's Levi the Breaker. Okay. Um, he uh, he had a Novak Djokovic uh, graded autograph card. I can't remember the set. Uh, Djokovic does not have that many autographs, though. But 
he had he had purchased it for I think under two hundred dollars, maybe even less than hundred, but I'm I'll say under two hundred. But he sold it to Steve Aoki uh, on eBay for a lot of money. It's kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Always fun to see those stories. <laughs> uh, very early this morning, a friend of mine in L.A. posted a thing from Reddit where someone sold uh, a Bueller, a Walker Bueller card to somebody named Bueller and asked, and the guy said, yep, he's my son. And uh, <laughs> that led to a thread of a bunch of people sharing examples of that. So always fun. Cool. So I love that. I love it. All right. Uh, so it was a bit of a lighter release week uh, this past couple of weeks, but things start to pick up again next week. Uh, so let's take a look at what's going to be hot in the shop. Hot at your favorite online retailer and hot with your favorite breaker. We kick things off with Panini's one-in-one NBA basketball, which is going to deliver an autograph card plus one base parallel or insert card in every box. This is, you know, one of those breaker-centric type products where you rip and go. Popular brand making its NBA debut. Each card is slabbed in a one-touch case. Look for rookie jersey autographs with various levels of memorabilia. Number do as low as one of one. Collect the top rookies from 2019, including Zion Williamson, Jean Morant, R.J. Barrett, Kendrick Nunn. That time Kendrick is included in that moniker of top rookies. First Team Signatures presents 40 NBA First Team Award winners with on-card autos. Look for favorite players around the league, both past and present. Timeless Moments, the very popular downtown insert is randomly included in this product. And look for tons of unique autograph content from veteran players, including on-craft autographs of Steph Curry, Giannis, Damian Lillard, and many more. Panini, one-in-one NBA basketball cards in stores next week. If you have not yet gotten enough of encased cards, we've got an exciting new parallel set from Topps. 2020 Topps Chrome Black baseball cards. It's not just, it's not a full parallel set. No, it's a, uh, well, it is a little bit, but it's really focused on the fact that there's only four cards per pack, one of which is an encased autographed card another one of which is a numbered refractor and then two chrome base cards from a 100 base set uh, featuring today's top superstars and rookie sensations on captivating new technology very cool looking uh, technology here there you see some of the base card parallels uh, as well as, of course, the great checklist of today's rookies and stars. There's also Super Futures autographs so some of the most promising young phenoms. And again, a 100-card chrome black tech base set that you can chase with rookies and veteran stars. Cool parallel product with a fun chase from Topps. Uh, for my money, this next product is rivaled only by... The one we just opened in Illusions, it's another eye product. Impeccable. 2020 Panini Impeccable NFL football cards delivers five autos plus three base cards or parallels in every box. Plus look for one silver or gold card in every case. Impeccable football has something really for every collector. Look for on-card autos from the best rookies 
dozens of on-card autos from current stars of the NFL and even more Hall of Fame autographs than ever before. A set for all collectors, Indelible Ink boasts a checklist of stars, both current and retired, and features on-card autographs. Impeccable Victory also features on-card autos, some of the greatest players in NFL history highlighting the games that made them legends. A growing favorite of Impeccable Canvas Creations on-card autos. Elegance Rookie Helmet and Patch Autos, are you kidding me? Awesome, more on-card autograph content with six unique variations. Hunt for on-card autograph, I'm getting a theme here. For only the greatest Hall of Famers ever in first ballot signatures, number to 25, and look for multi-signature cards in impeccable, including some awesome duels, as well as the on-card autographs we found in master strokes, which are max numbered at just 25 and feature some of the greatest players in NFL history. Impeccable Nicknames is new for this year. Also new, rare Super Bowl champion signatures. Plus find that one silver or gold card in every case. Yeah, precious metals. Quickly becoming a collector favorite, silver NFL shields featuring unique silver bar NFL shields of the top rookies in the 2020 NFL draft. In stores next week. Rob, I don't know how this one got pushed to fourth on the list. It's the absolute greatest product possibly this year, not to mention <laughs> this week. Wow, soccer's been on a tear, and Tops and Panini both have been doing a great job. Well, Tops is bringing us a nice mid-high-end product now, focused inside the Bundesliga, one of the specific leagues. This is Topps Bundesliga Museum Collection soccer cards. Each box is going to deliver one autographed card, one autographed relic card, one relic card, and one parallel. So no, no big set to chase here. They haven't made it super big like they do with the Topps uh, Baseball Museum. But that said, the quality of museum is on display here. In fact, the museum-like quality that you can display. So if you're a soccer collector, you're gonna like these big ornate patches. You're gonna like the parallels, momentous materials that you can chase, uh, museum autographs and autograph relics and jumbo relics abound with your favorite Bundesliga players and your favorite Bundesliga kits. Also check out those incredible Meisterschall relic cards. What does that mean? Well, these are a must-have for prize collectors. It encapsulates actual metal shavings from the prized Meisterschall trophy given to the Bundesliga champion every year. Very, very cool. And of course, Erling Holland, that's who you're chasing, along with some other great stars, Robert Lewandowski. Great checklist here. No doubt. Uh, just in time for the holidays, TriStar. The Holland going, days. Haha. Ha is going to be dishing up its latest Hidden Treasures autographed baseball product, Series 11, one autographed baseball in every box. Uh, with a mix of Hall of Famers and Diamond favorites, including current stars, young prospects, and award winners, Case guarantees out of the 12 baseballs, two will be Hall of Famers, 10 will be Diamond favorites. Some of the names included in this product Hank Aaron, Fernando Tatis Jr., David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, Ronald Acuna Jr., Derek Jeter, Juan Soto, 
Pete Alonzo, Mariano Rivera, Jeff Bagwell, Reggie Jackson, Max Scherzer, Mike Trout, Garrett Cole, and many, many more. Also look for vintage baseballs, 24-karat gold autographed baseballs, inscribed autographed baseballs, and commemorative issued autographed baseballs. So like All-Star Games, World Series, stuff of that nature. Plus, randomly inserted diamond tickets. What the heck's a diamond ticket? Well, it gets you into a raffle drawing for this year's TriStar Grand Treasure, which is a Dodgers team-signed ball with a Jackie Robinson autograph on it. Yeah, pretty nice treasure in stores next week. And rounding things out, you know, Cryptozoic puts out an Outlander set for every new season of the show we get. But what do you do in between seasons? Well, they've got now Outlander playing cards. So you can play your favorite card games with the characters from Outlander with stunning character images from seasons one through four of the beloved star series standard 54 card deck showcases jamie claire blackjack randall as the king queen and jack cards respectively along with plenty of other stars comes in a reusable outlander themed tuck box for sorting cards and cards are printed on classic bicycle playing card stock for durability and easy shuffling if you dare shuffle jamie claire and the Outlander crew. Check that out from Cryptozoic. You can oh. always game sleeve them. I know people will be doing that with that set. <laughs> grade all 54 and then play with the graded with slabs. With the slabs. That's, that's how you do it. So, But awesome from Cryptozoic. Something for Outlander fans in the downtime because you can only produce so many entertainment uh, products per year with the property. Uh, so very cool. Love that. And, and that's a that look at what's up. hot in the shop. That's right. Absolutely. All right. We're going to put Ivan to work, pulling a bunch of winners for tonight. In the meantime, uh, legendary NHLer Marion Hosa got his call to the hall, and our very own Russ Cohen sat in with the media uh, to hear Marion talk about what it means to him to get called to the Hall of Fame. Check this out, and we'll be right back to announce tonight's winners. Welcome as our very first player inductee, Slovak native Marion Hosa, who was the Ottawa Senators' first round selection in the 1997 NHL entry draft. After seven seasons in Ottawa, he then had stints with three other NHL teams before playing his final eight seasons with the Chicago Blackhawks. With the Blackhawks, also won Stanley Cups in 2010, 2013, and 2015. Overall, in 1,309 NHL regular season games, he recorded 525 goals and 609 assists. Congratulations, Marion. Well, Lenny, uh, good to hear from you again, and uh, this is an amazing day for me and my family also. And uh, I would like to congratulate uh, all uh, the six uh, people with me. This is an amazing day, I am sure, for everybody. And I am really grateful uh, 
for the opportunity uh, to start playing uh, in the 1997-98 uh, in National Hockey League, and uh, I would never thought I'm going to have a amazing career and uh, you know my dream came true when I won the first Stanley Cup, and this is uh, definitely something special to be between the top of the players and the people in National Hockey League. So this day means so much to me. I'm humbled. Uh, Seth Lowell from the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Uh, this is a question for Marion and Jerome each. Um, I know your time with the Penguins was very brief uh, for each of you, but um, just what were your memories of your time in Pittsburgh and, uh, with Marion first? Uh, hi there. Uh, I have nothing, just uh, great memories, so obviously. Uh, one of my two favorite players was uh, Mario Lemieux and uh, Wayne Gretzky. And uh, when I got a call, I was traded from the Thrashers uh, to Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, you know, uh, my eyes opened and uh, I saw the opportunity to play in a great organization uh, with, uh, with the great players like, uh, you know, Sid, uh, who became uh, close when a uh, short time I was there. Uh, guys like Malkin uh, uh, and Tank and Flurry and those guys. So uh, amazing run. You know, we uh, end up a little bit short uh, and uh, obviously the rest is history and the guys uh, did be great uh, uh, afterwards. But, uh, you know, great organization, great fans, uh, unbelievable franchise. So top-notch organization overall. So good memories. All right. Man, I feel like we just got started, and yet this has been a two-hour packed show tonight. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Ooh, DeAndre Swift, again, will go into the uh, flood relief break taking place at TopShelfBreaks.com the Saturday after Christmas. We'll get this out to them. And in addition, I have all of this stuff from the Twitch subscriber exclusive break that I'll be shipping out, including where did Sadiq Bay go in the draft? Because we have an on-card auto number to just 10 of his going out to one lucky winner. So. Sadiq Bay went to Villanova. Nice. Went to the Pistons at number 19. Yeah, first round pick. There you go. All right, so um, I'll be busy uh, watching uh, college football and shipping stuff out. Okay, so thanks to Jake Gustafson, uh, James Gale behind the scene, Tracy Hackler for uh, always keeping us stocked with prizes, Ivan Lovgren putting that interview together and uh, always showing up. And we'll be back <laughs> next week. That's all you can episode. say. He showed up. Yep. <laughs> he shows <laughs> up. GTS live to Hobby's web show next week. It's late. Um, so it's okay. Yeah, it's the, it's their favorite. I know that it is everybody's favorite part of the show when there's some drama between us. So <laughs> that's the real poll winner. Um, so thank you to the viewers because we're all here for you. It's you're what make it great. So yeah, most definitely. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We'll do it all over again next week. You know what to be doing in the meantime. Always be collecting. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.